From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Welcome to the CUNA News Podcast. I'm Associate Editor Brock Fritz, and we've got a good episode for you today. I'll be joined by Zach Hancock, Senior Loan Officer and Certified CFPB Financial Coach at Marine Credit Union in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The Wisconsin native, who served one term in the United States Marine Corps, joined the podcast to explain the course of events that led him to earn a 2022 Governor's Financial Literacy Award, which recognizes individuals and organizations for elevating the financial literacy, capability, and financial inclusion of Wisconsin's residents. While Governor Tony Evers presented Hancock with the award on April 21, 2023, Zach's path toward that day started in November 2020 when he was working with a member who just finished a prolonged period of incarceration. They worked together to raise the member's credit score about 100 points in a year, and Zach knew he'd found something. He told his managers he wanted to help incarcerated individuals, and he was put in touch with Western Technical College's Project Proven. The program teaches life skills courses and interview courses intended to ease the transition of justice-involved individuals returning to the community. Now, Zach goes to the La Crosse County Jail to teach financial empowerment. But I'm not going to tell you the whole story. Let's bring Zach in to explain why this cause means so much to him, how the courses are structured, tips for credit unions looking to make a similar impact in their community, and how passion enabled him to create something beyond his job description. Well, want to just kind of introduce yourself then? So my name is Zach Hancock. I'm a uh, senior loan officer and financial coach here at Marine Credit Union. I've been doing this for going on four years now. However, my relationship with Marine Credit Union started about four years prior. I was doing their process service for them. I worked as a contract investigator at the time. And to give that brief history there, I'm from the area of across county and then joined the military, moved back here. When I moved back here, I ended up going to Western Technical College and getting my paralegal degree at that time. I was working as a contract investigator doing public benefit fraud investigations for the state of Wisconsin, as well as legal process service and criminal defense investigations. Hmm. So that kind of got me involved in the legal aspect. Marine reached out to me, offered me a position he here that I accepted. And I moved on over here. And that's where I really began my financial knowledge journey. Before that, I had very just surface level. Nice. I like that when it wasn't fully planned out, but things just kind of led led you down this path. Absolutely. Absolutely. So right now, what's going on at the credit union or what do you have on your plate? Yeah. So we're doing a lot of exciting things over here at Marine Credit Union. For a long time, we had a reputation of, hey, like, I'm credit challenged. I'm going to head on over to Marine. Like they're really well known for working with people who have more credit obstacles. However, we began to realize that's how a lot of people viewed us as, hey, if you have rougher credit, you go to Marine. We want to reshape that image into, hey, we're going to be with you every step of this financial journey. We will start at what may be your rock bottom and work with you. And even when you get out of there, when you reach that light at the end of the tunnel, we still want to be there and providing competitive service and products to even those people with great credit. So that's what we're 
really trying to do like encompass that whole journey there. Yep. Yeah. And really what I'm personally, what I'm focused on here is just really educating and growing the people behind me. While it's important to climb that ladder, to go out and create programs and do things in a community, it's also important not to pull that ladder up behind you. Sure. So very much just working with my junior lenders, sharing the knowledge I get from teaching with them to just grow them into more well-rounded employees. And Yeah. Just curious, how big is your team there? So our outbound lending department, so we're split up into three different consumer type lending departments, and that's our inbound which works hand in hand with our dealership and then our like community business officers. And then we have our indirect that's very hands-off goes with the dealership runs the number sends it over. And then we have our outbound lending where we're taking the inbound phone calls from my current members, reaching out to members who maybe we've seen area of opportunities or taking anyone who submits like an online application for a loan so I focus on the outbound and there's about 25 of us or so in okay. outbound currently. Nice. nice. So congrats on winning your award. I know it's always kind of weird to talk about things in this way, but why do you think you were chosen? And yeah, why do you think you stood out? Yeah, I, I was really honored when I first heard about it. And of course, you know, just excited. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it meant a lot. And I would say... Uh, the reason why I was selected is because of the passionate and dedicated team I have surrounded myself with in this program. Both Western Technical College and their Project Proven uh, have been great people to work with throughout this time, as well as the Marine Credit Union Foundation, Majo over there. She's also received a finding or a governor's award for the Finding Home program. And she has so many connections and we are able to really get the community involved with it. The jailers, people over at Western so that it could be accredited. And then of course the foundation where we're coming in with the expertise. So without them and like Western loves what Project Proven does for our community and our surrounding incarcerated individuals and formerly incarcerated individuals and Western wanted them to nominate someone and they selected me. And so I'm just without that team, I would have never made it to that point. So. Very cool. Yeah. Tell me more about the program. How does it work? Just, yeah, your overview. Okay. Yeah. So Project Proven's this amazing organization that's been around, I want to say 2015, 2016 timeframe on top of just helping me be able to get into the jail and teach this financial wellness course. They teach like life skills courses, um, interviewing courses. So really they're about taking people who are maybe at a rough spot in their life and trying to give them the resources the groundwork, the support they need so that when they get out of jail, when they get out of prison, whatever it may be, they have that foundation, they have that network to start making positive choices and becoming more contributing members of society. Yeah, just really fantastic organization. The financial education aspect of it, how did that come about or why is that important to help them become members of society again? I'm glad you asked that. So this all kind of came about November of 2020, I was working with one of our members and he was in, just got out of like a six, seven year incarceration period, had a lot of past rougher credit and just no recent credit either. Cause they're sure. just getting out. So he started it like mid five hundreds, low five hundreds. And I worked with him. Thankfully he had some 
resources available to him where he had a vehicle he could use as collateral and we were able to help him and in a matter of like a year raise his credit score almost 100 points and it got me thinking like what these people who are already at high risk of identity theft people who are high risk of financial fraud being committed against them even where are those resources and just because you've been to jail just because you've been to prison it doesn't make you a bad person and so i wanted to take away and find a way to help them. I shot around some ideas with Majo over in our foundation because she's just involved in so much of our community here in Lacrosse. And I'm like, like, this is kind of what I want to do. This is what I'm thinking. She got me in contact with Project Proven. And, and from there, we were like, okay, yeah, let's teach this course. It started off as like this 13 week on course and like, nope, way too long for, it's, it's jail. I mean, yeah. People don't typically sit there too long. Usually they either go to trial or get released. So then we had to kind of pivot a little and shorten it down to about five, six weeks so that those individuals had time to complete the full course. And yeah, it's it's just really, I've had family members, I've had friends go through the system here in lacrosse. And a lot of them I know just more resources, more education, more of that community, that positive networking yep. is what they truly needed. So that's what pushed me to kind of pursue that area. Or is there a specific thing that most of the people in the program are trying to improve on? Or is there something that you kind of start with as the basis for improving their financial situation? So a lot of people come to a course not not knowing a ton of what to expect. Mm-hmm. Typically, they have taken maybe some other courses there and are recommended by Willa, who works for Project Proven. But when they get there, they're eager to learn. They're not there, I would say, for any specific thing. Like They're not there just to learn about interest rates. Sure. But what they're there for is to really just better themselves, to break away from that stigma. I, I mentioned earlier about how Marine Credit Union is trying to get away of that stigma that we only work with people with credit challenges uh a lot of people stigmatize incarcerated individuals negative opinions of them whatever else but what's great about them is they don't let other people's opinions the other people false narratives of themselves define them instead they're like hey no i made this mistake but instead of sitting around here feeling bad for myself ignoring everything just blowing everything up they're taking that opportunity to better themselves. Mm-hmm. Then when they get into my course, we, we don't teach it in a lecture form okay. of setting. Like you can't, these people are too engaged. They want to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. They are, I would teach them over a high school class hundred times to one. I go in there and I start off very basically like I show a wellness wheel that shows different aspects of our life, both like spiritual, environmental, occupational, physical, mental, financial, everything's on that wheel. And I started asking like, Hey, is there any spots on here that like finances doesn't touch? And by the end of that course, we explain like finances touch every part of our life. And uh, I always like to let them know too, like it's okay to be stressed about finances. Back in 2019, a study that was done where 72% of the average American stress was directly related to finances. And then you take into account how closely economic hardship, poverty, financial hardship leads and correlates with crime. Mm-hmm. And you start realizing like, hey, like instead of just trying to fix the symptom or mask the symptom, let's get to the root of it. And that's where that financial education. And so we do a lot of like introspect, 
like, what are some bad money habits we have? What are maybe some habits we formed from our parents that we kind of adopted from them? Those money scripts, those destructive behaviors. We do look into our own personal money personalities to really get a sense of self first. Then we go into more educational base where how does credit work? Well, how does debt work? We have a he- heavy emphasis emphasis on just communication, being proactive instead of reactive. We avoid the word budget throughout the course because I don't like the word budget. I think of budget like diet. You're telling me what I can't do. Instead, we call it a spending plan. This is what we're going to do. Like, I want you to put money in there for entertainment. I want you to put money in there for going out to eat because I don't expect like you try to hop on a diet. It's too strict. You're going to fail. Then just give up like every fad diet you see on Facebook. Instead, you do something that factors in like, hey, I'm going to do this vice of going to the movies once a month. But hey, we'll explore it different ways. Going on Tuesdays for cheaper movie days we have here in Lacrosse. I don't know if that's a widespread thing. But but yeah, so we dive into that. Then by the end, we talk about like homeownership versus renting and how homeownership doesn't always seem like an option for everyone. And we're able to explain to them like, hey, it's a lot more attainable than you might think. And then we go over the true cost of owning a car. Like you can't just take 20,000 divide by 60 months and hey, that's my payment. Like you have interest, you have insurance, uh, gas, maintenance costs, registration, periodic expenses. So we kind of go over all that as well. So they get a true idea how much money they're spending a year and what a $15,000 at a 21% compared to a $15,000 car at a 10% interest rate would be in realizing that, hey, having good credit saves you a lot of money and it is expensive to have bad bad credit. Sure. Um, And then my favorite thing is at the very end, they sign credit release forms and I get to go pull their credit. I go look up any child support liens since we're in Wisconsin. It's super Mm -hmm. easy to do. And then we also pull in any judgments that they have out there and we make a kind of a makeshift loan, just a estimation of what a loan would look like and to give them that light at the end of the tunnel sure. oh because a lot of people just they need that light they need something to work towards yeah. and if you don't work in finance you you probably won't be able to figure that out on your own super easily without having to dive pretty deep hmm. so that's really kind of what the course goes we want to start with just looking at yourself looking at the big picture and then looking forward Nice. I like that. You kind of said that, but that personal approach has to be way more fun for you too, right? Or just to get to hear these stories and know the people a little bit. Absolutely. I learned from them even uh, a few weeks ago, a student in one of my classes talking about those money scripts stuff we developed from when we were children. And my parents, they argued for pretty bad for a period of time when I was younger because our home in West Salem was actually going into foreclosure at the time. And well, I got called up by one of the students. He's like, Hey, do you think that's why you're, you prefer renting and you don't want to be a homeowner is because you had that happen to your, when you're a kid. And now you carry that on like subconsciously. I'm like, (laughs) okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm here to teach you not the other way around. Like, hold up. Now you're you're making me rethink everything again. (laughs) Yeah. So I learned from them. They learned from me. And it's a friendly approach. I have some of them reach out to me when they get out, even wanting to continue that education, wanting to pursue some of the ideas we had. So it, it's just a great journey to watch. Them on. Very cool. You just mentioned that you're still learning, obviously. Why is financial education so important for the people in this program or just for anybody? In general, financial education is a weak point. 
mean, among, I mean, I went to Maros Mindoro. It's a small country school. We didn't have any real financial classes, stuff that taught taxes, stuff that taught income, like what to claim, how to file taxes, what a W-2 is. Like we rely on our parents so much. And if the parents never had that education or never retained it, that's not being passed along that side. So there's just a huge lapse or a huge gap in that education there that we missed when a lot of people were younger. So even seeking out as an adult is so important. I believe these individuals, why they view it as so important is they realize, hey, money has caused me a lot of problems in my life. They'll open up personal financial trouble stories in our course. And we realize how truly it is important because like we cover at slide, I think it's right after introduction, the first slide after introduction is how it touches every aspect of our life. You, no matter what it is, going on a trip, even getting coffee, maybe it's the brands you buy, maybe it's where you shop, the activities you do, the churches you attend, and is it a longer commute, where you work, where you live, like, it just touches so many parts of our life and it can have both very positive and both very negative mm. of impacts on it. So you have this great program, but some credit unions might not have that or are looking to start that. What advice would you give a credit union who's looking to improve their financial education? I'd really say utilize your community. It might've taken me a very long time to get into that, to get into a jail, to teach a class, to try to get it accredited. Project Proven was already doing something similar. I was able just to team up with them, work with them, introduce an additional class. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. The wheel's already there. Yeah. Uh, it's just reaching out. Uh, and I would say for maybe not a credit union as a whole, but an individual working at a credit union is you don't need a fancy title. You don't need a, a leadership position because a leader isn't a title. A leader is someone, regardless of what it says before your name, someone who we charge in change for progress. And I didn't go up to my managers and be like, hey, like, let's do something like this. It's, hey, this is what I want to do. And regardless if I've never held a leadership title, I was able to go out and do that. And now I have the support of Marine Credit Union fully backing me. They love to see the results. So uh, don't discredit yourself. Don't count yourself out. Just be like, oh, I'm just a teller. You're not. You're never just a teller. You're never just a mortgage lender. There's so much more to you, and you can do that at any level. What do you like to do outside of work? Oh, see, that's the tough one. Um, no, uh, I like to travel a lot. Traveling isn't always so. Me and my fiance, we will go traveling to Mexico, DC, New York. Like we try to make three or four trips a year, and then, of course, the typical Wisconsin stuff. You know, bar week volleyball, yeah. tubing down the river when it gets nice out. You know, the Midwest classics. I'd say those are probably the big one. And then euchre. Oh, I mean, you can't sure. go wrong with cards and euchre. I like it. Those were good. Has volleyball season started yet? So Thursday, so tomorrow is our first game of the season. We had a practice game last week. Did it just as bad as we did the last three years, but we're ready yeah, to just go. What are you going to do? I got softball in a few hours and we, for, we won a couple games last year, but. <laughs> I, I feel you there. Like, I'm like, hey, we go for fun. Like we're yeah. purposely B-League. If they had a C-League, we would volunteer for oh, that yeah. one. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's really just getting together with community and once again that brings it right back that i like being active in the town i was born less than a mile away from where i'm working now 
So it's a soft spot for me. And yeah. Do you have anything else to add? The only anything else I would add is really be like my students. Don't let other people define you. You're never just a teller. Like you can go out and create these pro same thing. Like these people aren't aren't just inmates. They're just, they're not just incarcerated individuals. They know their self-worth. They know they can go beyond what even they themselves might not think they can at times. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, I guess that's, that's the really big thing I want to get out there is don't let other people define you. If you see something you're passionate about, go for it. If your heart and mind is in the right place, it's going to work out. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube.